Hi everyone, this is Beach Corner, your backstage pass for all your local entertainment. I'm Diana Chicky. For all you metal fans out there, you're going to enjoy the show today with my guests via phone from Los Angeles, Gabe Reed, producer extraordinaire from Gabe Reed Productions. Who is Gabe Reed? He grew up in Texas and moved to California in the 1980s Hollywood music scene, alongside of Kiss, Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, Poison, to name a few. He was featured in a movie, Decline of Western Civilization Part II, The Metal Years, where the film developed a cult following and remains one of the most memorable pieces of rock film history. Gabe graduated from law school in Texas and was involved in some extensive high-profile litigations. He learned the business side of music and formed relationships with many musicians and industry insiders. In 2009, Gabe Reed Productions was formed, a successful global production and touring company where he formed the Metal All-Stars as a way to give the world's metal fans an opportunity to see metal legends in one blockbuster show. In addition to Metal All-Stars, Gabe Reed Productions organized internationally stadium shows and tours for mega artists such as Kiss, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, Deep Purple, Alice in Chains, and more. And if that wasn't enough, Gabe was featured on the season finale of the highly successful television show, Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. Gabe will discuss the upcoming 2014 Metal All-Stars, scheduled to perform in Western Europe, South America, and United States, and hopefully plans to tour Canada. Some of the artists included in the lineup are Jeff Tate, Queen's Rights vocalist, David Elphinson, Megadeth bassist, Joey Belladonna, Anthrax vocalist, and of course, our very own local guy from Penetanguishing, James Labrie, Dream Theater vocalist, to name a few. Headbangers will get a mega dose of metal on a single night with the upcoming 2014 Metal All-Stars. Don't go away. We'll be right back with my guest via phone from Los Angeles, Gabe Reed from Gabe Reed Productions. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's local online radio. Hi, I'm Sawyer Bullock, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Joining me today via phone from Los Angeles is Gabe Reed, producer extraordinaire of Gabe Reed Productions, who formed the Metal All-Stars Tour. Welcome to Beach Corner, Gabe. Glad to be here. It's a true honor to have you on the show. What an incredible, successful work history you have. I mean, we have common artists that we both know. I've interviewed international super Japanese rock star Sugiso, which you've met, and James Lippery, vocalist from Dream Theater, our hometown guy from Penetanguishene, who was part of your list of artists to perform at the upcoming Metal All Stars concert. And Gabe, what I'd like to know is that you grew up in the 1980s in Hollywood's music scene and graduated from law school in Texas. You were involved in some extensive high-profile litigation. So what made you decide to pursue a career in the music industry? You know, um, really it was just sort of a kind of a natural evolution, I guess, of, of uh, you kind of start out in one business and you for whatever reason, it's kind of like the mafia. You get pulled back into it. <laughs> and, uh, I uh, had the good fortune to, uh, like you said, have grown up sort of in the L.A. Sunset Strip scene, I guess. And uh, I made a lot of good friends from that time. And and uh, when I was out of law school, I was doing the litigation stuff, but at the same time, I was doing more of a 
kind of, you know, helping my friends out from back in the day type of thing with their legal issues. And uh, it just kind of grew from there. And then eventually uh, I started working a lot on a bigger, with bigger artists such as Kiss and things like that. And um, somehow I kind of evolved into working in the, the concert business and uh, back in, uh, I think it was like 2009, which is not that long ago, but it seems like a, an eternity now, I uh, had the opportunity to uh, put together a concert for KISS. KISS was going back to South America for the first time in, in uh, maybe a dozen years or, or more. And um, I had had uh, been working with some of the the uh, soccer teams in South America and gotten to know some of the owners of stadiums, etc. And um, so we went in and put a deal together. And by that time, I'd kind of been doing some other business stuff with Kiss, and so I I had the good fortune to have their ear. And um, you know, at first, I'm sure they thought, "What the heck does Gabe Reed know about?" concerts <laughs> and somehow I was able to convince them thankfully and uh, that was my first kind of major concert was Kiss believe it or not in South America in a stadium in Santiago wow and, um, so uh, thankfully no- nothing happened bad everyone you know did their tricks during the show without falling to their death and uh, <laughs> you know it was kind of off to the races after that because you know once you've done a show that complex and, and you know, kind of crazy, um, you know, then, of course, other artists want to go to South America, and uh, and uh, it kind of grew out of that. And since then, we took Motley Crue down there for their entire tour. And uh, a few years ago, we did the kind of like the first incarnation of the Metal All-Stars. It was called Rock and Roll All-Stars. And that went not as well as as the metal all-stars but you know it's uh, with all things it's sort of a, a process a learning process and you kind of grow you know each year and try not to do the same mistake so mm-hmm. you know um, I, uh, Gene Simmons told me one time that having a new band which is basically what these all-star lineups are is sort of like having a baby <laughs> and uh, you know, without the labor you have you have to you know, figure it out. And, uh, you know, it's not always easy. And uh, that's kind of like how this thing kind of came together. Interesting. So do you find that your background in law has helped you in this field, like, you know, for getting record deals, I mean, with these major artists like Kiss, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, to name a few? Um, you know, sort of. I mean, that the law thing kind of did open up doors, um, a few years ago, uh, when Journey uh, kind of came back with Arnell, their singer, I was able to get them a, a record deal. You know, I remember that kind of helped, you know, being a lawyer because I was able to put the, rec- you know, the contracts together and all that sort of stuff and negotiate the deal. But, you know, in the concert business, yeah, negotiation is a big deal, you know, trying to get the right prices and, you know, put together the the crew and all that stuff, but it's really a kind of more complex thing, believe it or not, I think, than being a lawyer, because, you know, you're not 
lawyer that deals with the contracts and that sort of thing. But a sponsor, promoter, um, and producer kind of has to deal with everything. Yeah, I <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, or fortunately, you're the guy that's in charge, and so you know everyone's looking to you to not only know about contracts and you know like what I went to law school for, but they want to know, you know, about how the how logistics, how how are you going to move everyone around, and you know all that sort of stuff, which. Over time, fortunately for me, I've been able to hire you know some of the best people in the business, and uh, you know to help me out with that stuff. Because to be honest with you, sort of like being the president or, or the prime minister or something, it's like impossible for you to know how to do everything. And mm-hmm. That's sort of a tough lesson that I've had to learn over the years. Is you know the power of delegation that you need to bring good people in who have done this all their lives and you know, can help you out who you can trust. And uh, it's a little bit more complicated than being a lawyer where, you know, you're just kind of reviewing the contracts and arguing with people and that's about it. Mm-hmm. The other aspect of this business, when you're kind of managing your own band is, you know, you also have to take on the role of being the uh, sort of psychologist of the, <laughs> of, mm-hmm. the, uh, of the guy because, you know, sometimes you don't get along with another guy or, or whatever, and, you know, you got to keep it all rolling smoothly. You got to um, be like a little bit like a referee at times. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, and it can be, you know, there's been some crazy incidents that I can't really go into, but you know, we've had some issues in the past where you know one guy, like I said, one artist may not get along with another one or whatever, and you have to kind of smooth things out as best you can, and and uh, so that's always entertaining. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, sometimes a, uh, a trip, sort of, because, you know, if you asked me when I was a kid, if I'd be, you know, kind of refereeing these kind of rock legends or whatever, I would have told you that you're insane. But, you know, now it's just sort of become old hat, you know, having to organize these guys, get everyone everyone together. Yeah, you get into it. So from the start, you seemed like you were dealing with some major artists. So how receptive were these artists when you first started? Um, you know, it's they I think that that um because I kinda grew up in the business and and uh was familiar with you know, some of the people, I think that uh it wasn't as hard as you might think. Because in the end, I mean you know, it, it is the music business. It's not really the music friends business, as they say. But you know, if you're if you're there and you're willing to, you know, put forth a good business proposal, most artists, you know, will will work with you. You know, because after all, we all have bills to pay, and you know, some of us may have bigger bills to pay than other people. But you know, in the end, everyone needs to work and and uh, and make it happen. The thing about these uh, all-star lineups, like the Metal All-Stars and the Rock and Roll All-Stars thing, is that you know you'd be surprised how many uh, artists who have been with groups for a long, long time who it's sort of a kind of a vacation, you know, to get out there and not you know look to your left or look to your right and see the same guy that you've been playing with for twenty years, but you know see. Uh, uh, another guy who might have been your friend but you just never had a chance to you know do a concert with them and all of a sudden you're up there on the stage in front of you know 10,000 20,000 people you know 
you know, rocking. So it's kind of a, for the artist, you know, aside from the business and all of that stuff, it's kind of just a fun time to, to go out and hang out sort of with your buddies and get paid to do it and, you know, get in front of the fans. And for the fans, it's, it's a unbelievable thing because you, uh, you know, you get to see these lineups that you will probably never see again, or, you know, maybe not till the next year or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a win-win situation, I think, for the fans, the artists, you know, obviously for, on the business side, hopefully it's, it's a win-win situation as well. So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of a cool thing. And like I said, it's kind of, not to, to overuse that term, but it's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime type of uh, situation that you're not going to get to see maybe again. So, you know, it's kind of cool. So what do you like about metal bands? You know, it's not really the bands. What I really like is the fans. The fans are really, metal fans that I found to be very loyal to their to their artists and their lifestyle and, and the music and uh, they uh, you know no matter what they will come out and see the shows and you know have a great time and um, and the other thing is is they they stick with the, the artists over the long term I mean you still have bands out there touring you know after 20 30 40 years uh, just yesterday or the other day, Dave Ellison, who's in our lineup in this tour, he sent me a, a, a YouTube video that they just shot in Japan, you know, from some fans or whatever, and the fans were going crazy in Japan for Megadeth. Wow. So, you know, it's a, it's a kind of a, a great business to be in because, you know, you're not, you're not just here to play one hit where, you know, where, whereas a lot of pop and rap and all that sort of stuff it's sort of a one hit type of thing and then the artist is you know disappears mm -hmm. and uh, the other thing is is in a lot of other genres of music the fans don't come out to the concerts and that's why you see uh, kind of a uh, downturn in the concert business because you know a lot of the bands that the, the live nations of the world and all that are putting out there are uh, you know they're like what's on the radio and oh, the, I see. the sad part is is you know kids today for whatever reason i don't know why they just won't go and pay the dollars to go see kind of the current acts hmm. and uh so nowadays you see you know i just went to see kiss and Def leopard a couple of weeks ago and it was kind of like a multi-age affair you would think it would just be you know the old guys 40 plus but there was kids there and teenagers and all kinds of people because, you know, kind of in this type of music, it's classic music, everyone kind of likes it. And, um, you know, the other thing, you know, of course with Kiss and most of these bands is they're gonna put on a great show and they know how to play their instruments and there's no trickery or anything like that going on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, it, 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 it's not just in the US, we're talking like the entire world, like in India, anywhere. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah, Def Leppard and Kiss were here just recently in Toronto. They performed, so, in yeah. Canada. Um, did you ever have a, a favorite metal band when you were growing up? Or a band in particular? Um, you know, I, my favorite band, strangely enough, was Kiss when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, fortunately for me, I was a little bit older than... Uh, 
or the music was a little bit older than I liked, but there was a lot of great bands that came out, you know, not too long before I was a teenager. It was, you know, like Led Zeppelin and, of course, the Beatles and all of that sort of stuff. So, you know, anyone around my age kind of grew up in a, a kind of rich, um, you know, rock and metal experience, I guess, because, you know, you had Judas Priest and, you know, which is one of my favorite bands and Black Sabbath and, you know, just all these great bands. And fortunately for my dad, for me, my dad, as a, my dad was a, you know, big 60s guy and he knew all about, you know, the Beatles and the Eagles and Led Zeppelin and all of that stuff. So he kind of thought I was a little bit crazy because I liked Van Halen. He was like, <laughs> Van Halen, who are those guys? Here's Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, how interesting. So if I would ask, who is Gabe Reed? What can you tell us? I don't know. I mean, I I just try to keep things rolling here. I mean, you know, we we try to we try to um, keep things rolling on a high integrity level so we can give everyone you know there's money there's their money's worth. We try to make it happen, so to speak. And uh, you know, the music business is a kind of a a rough business and you know you you, you uh, either sink or swim in this business so it's a you know I guess that if you wanted to ask me how to describe myself I guess I, I would say I, I make it happen the best I can on that note let's take a short break and you're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaga Beach Beach Booster Group is your one stop shop for all things local all things promotional Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, print, and radio promotion of your business and services. Beach Booster's community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaga Beach area. Beach Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Welcome back to Beach Corner on beachboosterradio.com with my guests on the phone from Los Angeles, Gabe Reed. So Gabe, let's discuss your upcoming 2014 Metal All-Stars Tour, which you touched a little bit earlier. You've got some major artists on this bill, like Jeff Tate from Queensryche Vocalists, uh, Joey Belladonna, Anthrax Vocalists, and also James Abrey, of course, Dream Theater, to name a few. So how do you select these artists for this tour? <laughs> Well, <laughs> no one else would go. <laughs> no, um, well, we, we, uh, we, of course, went out last time, and we had an uh, interesting lineup. And uh, on this tour, we wanted to sort of mix it up a little bit, and uh, we added Jeff Tate, who, who I've always thought was a great singer and vocalist, and, uh, you know, he has in Queensryche, hasn't been to Europe in, in a while and uh, you know there's a big curiosity factor with Jeff and you know I, I'm sure that he's going to blow the doors off you know so to speak and uh, James Labrie um, I met him I don't know a couple of years ago he was actually 
going to go on the last tour, the last Metal All-Stars tour in April. But for whatever reason, he had scheduling conflicts with uh, with his with his touring schedule at Dream Theater. And so that just didn't work out. And uh, so he had called me and, you know, asked me if we were doing another tour, that he'd be interested in going. And, uh, you know, sure enough, we were able to fit him in. And um, another person that we've added is Chuck Billy and, uh, you know, from Testament. And he's sort of one of the original kind of metal legends, I guess, of the big four, as they call them. So we, uh, we were able to fit him into the, the equation as well. And then, um, of course, Zach Wilde is returning for the for this tour as well. He had a great time on the last one. And uh, he actually was kind enough to move around some of his Black Label Society commitments and uh, fit himself into this tour because he wanted to go so badly. And um, and then we have we've kind of re- reconfigured the the other metal all stars. We have Gus G, who's uh, the current Aussie guitar player. Strangely enough, uh, that we have him and Zach. And then uh, and then one one addition or t- their their brothers. Two additions, I guess, is the the FPC brothers, Carmine and Vinny, which I thought was a great. Uh, Addition to the lineup, you know, and they're legendary drummers that that have been around in this business forever, and you know, played with uh, Vinny, played with Ronnie James Dio, and some of the different lineups of Black Sabbath. So, you know, he's an incredible guitar player and current drummer, and um, and then of course we got Dave Ellison, who we we wanted to have in the last tour and somehow we got him to go on this one and he doesn't really do that much stuff outside Megadeth so we were happy to get him and I think that'll be exciting for the Megadeth fans and of course the Metal All-Stars will play plenty of songs from Megadeth so and then we have um, your fellow Canadian uh, Cobra Page is coming back on this tour oh, nice. she's a kind of a young rising metal star from Co- Cobra and the Lotus so we're excited to to have her mm-hmm. so you know it's it's kind of building and building and hopefully what we're trying to do is is do this every year and uh, the lineup may change a little bit but you know hopefully we each year kind of improve on the cast and and uh, bring in interesting people you know into the lineup I mean the combination of like James Labrie and Zach Wild I don't think anyone would have forecasted that to put <laughs> together yeah interesting uh pairing up there nice so cool. how long is the show i mean with all these artists i mean it's incredible um the show the show is around three hours um it can come in a little bit less but it's kind of an interesting show because a lot of people don't get like what is this thing because <laughs> you know they think that it's going to be you know each artist just plays a whole set like a kind of a festival type of thing but what it is is you'll have different combinations of guys and uh, each each uh, singer will come out and play like four or five of their you know best known hits and uh, you know they'll be backed up by Zach Wild or, or Carmine Apiece or you know Dave Ellison or, or whatever whoever whoever wants to play together and so the show kind of, it's kind of a, 
it's a three-hour show, which is kind of on the long side, but there's no filler in the in the set list. It's all, you know, hits, so so to speak. So it's you know, you're not going to be sitting there wondering, you know, what is going on here. It's like one after the other, just like you know, bludgeoning you with kind of relentless metal hits, you know, classic songs, and uh, it goes by pretty quick. Wow. You know, whereas if you were sitting there listening to, you know, whoever's new solo album or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like the bathroom break or whatever. But <laughs> we try to, you know, we've tried to set it up so it's as entertaining and, you know, kind of unbelievable for the fans. Like you have a nice awesome. variety of music for the fans yeah. throughout. Yeah. So I understand that Metal All-Stars perform in Eastern Europe. How was the tour? How did that go? Those shows were, were really well. You know, that was the first Metal All-Stars run, I guess you could say. But, um, you know, and Eastern Europe is a, is a, Eastern Europe is sort of a developing concert market, but the fans there are unbelievable Fans, you know, they go crazy, and uh, we had really good attendance. And everyone in the tour, in the you know, as far as the artists go, had a great time. And you know, that was part of the reason why a lot of them wanted to come back and do this run. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you know, it was a it was a great experience. And like I said, it's kind of a uh, you know a great experience for the fans because you not only sit there you know and see the show, but it's like you know, relentless, like, songs that you know, even if you're living in Belarus or wherever it is, Latvia, you, uh, these are all songs that everyone grew up with. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the, the result of that was the shows went great, the fans had a great time, the artists have a good time playing, you know, great songs, and uh, everything was good. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, so you never the, know with these tours. But. I I know the Metal All Star like is, Metal All Stars is scheduled to perform in Western Europe, South America, and United States as of November. So, do you have any dates for Canada? Are you planning to come here? We're gonna. We were looking at doing shows there in uh, as part of this run. To be honest with you, in November, but for whatever reason, you know, we that's part of the problem with doing this is you have to kind of work around the artist's schedules with their, so to speak, their day jobs. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, you know, for one person like James Labrie, for example, he may not be available at that time or Zach Wild or whoever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we kind of have to work around that. But next year in March, we're planning to do a, kind of a full-on tour of North America where we go through the United States and through Canada and in Canada, we're going to try to do as many shows as possible, not just sort of the major cities, but, you know, hit all the different cities up there. And uh, so that's in the works right now. And we'll probably be announcing that, like, later in the year. Okay. So I understand a portion of the proceeds from Metal All-Stars Tour will be donated to Ride for Dime. This is a charity that's set up in Dimebag Daryl's honor. What can you tell us about this charitable organization? Um, they're, they're a great organization that, that, uh, that helps musicians who have been injured or hurt. They work with Music Cares, I believe. And... Uh, you know, it's just a great cause, and it honors uh, Dimebag Daryl, who a lot of the 
guys in the lineup we're good friends with and uh, you know I'm originally from Dallas Texas myself and we have a house there that that we are at so I'm familiar with with their family and you know their legend the legend of Pantera and uh, so it's just a, a great honor we also are helping out various uh, military charities of uh, kind of wounded warriors and there's a great organization called Snowball Express that helps children of uh, uh, fallen heroes, like people you know who have lost their lives in the military or serving our country, and uh, so we're helping them out. And basically, they they have events for children that they uh, you know each year they get everyone together and they take them on some great trip and uh, you know kind of give them a chance to hang out with other kids that you know have gone through the same thing which mm-hmm. is not a, uh, you know, common experience for kids and kind of helps sometimes if you are around other kids who've had, you know, similar experiences and it sort of helps you with the healing and that sort of thing. And uh, so we support them as well. So how much preparation goes into a tour of this magnitude? Um, quite a bit. <laughs> we have to... <laughs> The, the thing that makes this more complicated is that you have, you know, about 12 to 13 artists who all, you know, have their own requirements and needs and things like that. So, and then, of course, we have a sizable crew that has to support those musicians because, uh, you know, you, you, you can't just have like one or two guys working on this whole tour. So, you know, when we go out on the road, there's maybe like 30, 40 people on, on the on the on the uh, itinerary that we've got to accommodate and uh, you know and get everything done. It's so it's it's a uh, it's I would say thirteen times more complicated than taking a a regular band on tour where you mm. have four or five guys and you know some techs and and that's it. Hmm. it. It gets kind of crazy, you know. To be honest with you, my uh, my old uh, tour manager told me it's kind of like. You know, taking a bunch of kids on a field trip. <laughs> oh, I bet it must be. Oh my gosh! <gasps> you're running yes. through the airport, and you're, uh, you know, you don't know where one guy is or the other guy. On the Rock and Roll All Stars tour, uh, I recall, like, you know, we'd be in the airport and we'd be proceeding. You know, a lot of touring is waiting around, and uh, which no one really knows, but you know. So everyone's waiting for the limousine to be parked out in the front of the airport, et cetera, et cetera. But I remember that we couldn't find Sebastian Bach. <laughs> like, we're like, where is he? You know, Sebastian like, Bach, our Torontonian boy. Yes. Yeah. And then we finally found him in the gift shop. But it's like, you know, trying to locate your five-year-old, you know, <laughs> where's he at? Like, where, where, what happened to him? So oh my sort gosh. of like herding a bunch of kids around and trying to get them all on the school bus and get them down to the to the, the venue I guess but, yeah sounds you know, like a huge undertaking we've kind of done this a few times so you know we know we know which gift shops to look in and <laughs> make sure everyone's there <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny so where can we find more information on a metal all-stars um, you can go to our website it's uh, metalallstars.com and then uh, we're on Twitter um, it's just metal at metal, metal all-stars and then on Facebook it's Metal All-Stars Official and uh, so we're there and then you can go to Metal All-Stars buy tickets and uh, you know kind of look for the latest 
updates and news and all that sort of stuff. Okay. And and finally, Gabe, what's next for you? Well, you know, like I said, we're planning the next tour already for next spring. And uh, we're always, you know, putting together other shows as well that are in the works. Um, we're doing some more shows, I think, in Australia uh, with some other artists I can't really announce right now. But mm-hmm. you know, we're we're uh, we're in the game, so to speak, and keeping busy over here. Okay. Well, thank you, Gabe, for being my guest. I wish you all the best of success with your upcoming Metal All-Stars schedule as of November for Europe, South America, and United States. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Catherine Thompson from Georgian Bay Life on Rogers TV, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Gabe Reed for being my guest and wish him all the best of success with the upcoming 2014 Metal All-Stars Tour. If you plan to be in Europe in the near future, be sure to check out the Metal All-Stars that promises to be a one-night mega dose of metal. Let's hope Gabe Reed Productions will plan dates for Canada for all our headbangers. For more information on the Metal All-Stars, please visit MetalAllStars.com. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. I'm Donna Chickey. Beach Corner is broadcast weekly on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 and 7 p.m. and is a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone.